Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create a six-figure MFR practice. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Not only have I been practicing MFR for 11 years, I'm also a life and business coach, especially for MFR therapists. My goal is for you to understand how to get fully booked, how to talk to your clients, and how to make sure they understand what's possible for them with MFR treatment. I'm here to help you stop under earning, overworking, and burning out. I'll lend support so you can create the MFR practice you've always wanted. Learn how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town, and even if you're just starting out, and even if you've ran your practice for years. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. I am joined today by one of my clients, Jonathan Wolf. Jonathan owns Wolfpack Wellness in Waverly, Iowa, which is located in the Northeast area of Iowa. So Jonathan, welcome to the program. I'm so happy to see you and to catch up with you. Tell us a little bit about you and your business. Hi, Heather. Thanks so much for having me on. I started my business, Wolfpack Wellness, just about a year ago in August. I've been a physical therapist for 25 years in traditional kind of outpatient orthopedic settings. I've got an osteopathic background, and I took my first seminars with John Barnes in 2021. I was supposed to go down in March 2020, and then everything shut down, of course. So I got back down there, and I took the vacation series, MFR1, Unwinding, and MFR2. And when I came back, I was really excited about the work. I was still working in a traditional you know, outpatient setting. And I just couldn't seem to make it work. (laughs) Busy schedule, hectic schedule, changing over every 35, 40 minutes. And it it seemed like I would just start getting into the zone, so to speak. And it's like, okay, got to go to the next person. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I tried to incorporate MFR for almost a, a year. And then I just got to a point, I was like, all right, this isn't working. I think I'm ready to do my own thing. And so April of 22, I started doing home visits and uh, taking a portable massage table around. And then after about three months of doing that, I was like, yeah, I think I'm ready to have a clinic and have a space. So I was looking for a space and found one pretty quick and it seemed like the right fit. So I, I went ahead and went for it. That's awesome. So what has it been like to transition from? clinical care to your own practice and doing MFR? I think it's been amazing. (laughs) I'm not stressed anymore. I set my own schedule. I can focus on each client knowing that I'm, you know, I don't have, you know, like 12 more people to see (laughs) that day. (laughs) It feels really good. I don't have any stress anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just every day I'm excited about coming into work. So yeah, it's been a night and day difference and shift. I'd kind of hit almost a a burnout in the traditional 40-hour week setting already back in like 2016, 2017. And um, I took about a year and a half off. And then I got back into some part-time work. And then that's when I took the seminars and just kind of realized, yeah, I kind of want to do my own thing. And uh, I don't think there's going to be any looking back at this point. (laughs) Yeah, that's good though. What was your very first seminar you took? I did a vacation series. So I did the MFR1, Unwinding, and MFR2. Awesome. And those were all with John? Yep. 
it makes it really special to start off with him. Although I know lots of people that start off with the video recorded classes and they love those too and get, and jump right in. But I think there is something special and magical about really getting to have the seminars with John and to have that experience right away is really, really cool. So you took your seminars, you started to open up your own practice. What was it like opening your doors that first month or two in business a year ago in August? I already had a pretty decent kind of home client base. You know, not many, maybe six to eight people that were pretty consistent. So, you know, they they were on my schedule, you know, immediately. I had some people that I've been working with for a couple months and were getting some good results. So they started referring people in. But yeah, I was trying to go out and meet with doctors and chiropractors and dental offices and just, you know, spreading the word about what I do and kind of the services that I offer. So yeah, there were some good months. There were some slower months. I had been contemplating doing coaching from the start of opening up my business. (laughs) I actually had it part of my expenses and my business plan. Oh, wow. From way back then? Yeah. I love that. That's so cool. I got your book at the seminars in March, 2021. I started listening to the podcast immediately. I even started listening to him when I was down in Sedona for the courses. You were in the background the whole time. It's like, yeah, I got to, <laughs> I want to do this, but I, you know, I've got expenses up front and everything. Yeah. But yeah, then, you know, I was probably four months into my business, I think. And then I did the overcoming objections course. And I can't remember if that was the end of December or maybe mid-January mm-hmm. of this year. And then right after that, just decided, yep, I'm signing up for coaching. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I've loved being your coach, but what was your experience like making that decision? I guess you had kind of decided ahead of time you were going to do it. What made you pull the trigger right then and there versus waiting until you had more money or waiting until you were further along? If you enjoy this podcast, please take a minute to rate and review it. When you take the time to rate and review the podcast, it helps other people to find it and enjoy it too. And the more MFR therapists out there using this as a resource to start or tweak their business, the better the world gets. So take the time, rate and review the podcast. Let me know how it's going. How's it helping you? Thank you so much for your time. Now back to the episode. I just kind of had a sense that Being a first-time business owner, I I needed some guidance. I needed some tools. I knew I needed to work on my own kind of thoughts about being in business. And I knew that you focused on that a lot. So yeah, I just kind of, once I got in and I wasn't expecting to have like a fully booked (laughs) business within a couple months of being open, but at the same time, it just, I was kind of trying to figure out, well, why am I, why don't I have more clients? You know, what else can I do different? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's how I kind of came to the conclusion. I was like, yep, it's time to do a coaching container and kind of learn some new tools. Awesome. Is there one tool that you learned that helped you with a major breakthrough in your business or what something that you took away that you're still applying in your business today, even being outside of coaching? Yeah, I've got a a bunch of things written down actually. Oh, I love it. Bring your list. (laughs) (laughs) The coaching module we had on client-centered selling, just learning how to ask the right questions, the high-value questions, learning exactly what problems people are having so you can then share that back to them and then tell them how you can help and might what it take to get them their, their results. 
the lead process, the LEAD process. Mm -hmm. I think that was part of the fully booked and beyond module. I still use those steps a lot. Even when I'm starting a consultation with people, I'll start applying those. You know, the overcoming objections, that was the first thing I did with you even before coaching. And that's been getting easier and easier when an objection comes up now. It's just like, okay, yeah, I, you know, here we go. That's an objection. Nothing's gone wrong. <laughs> and yeah. I'm getting more and more comfortable with just kind of turning right around and asking them questions and being curious. And every time I do that, it's just getting easier and easier to do. That's so good. Okay. So I want to ask you another question about the overcoming objections. Are you starting to see kind of a transformation in your ability to overcome the objections where the clients do rebook instead of kind of getting just agreeing to their objection and letting them walk out the door? Are you starting to see a difference in your ability to convert them to a client? Yeah, definitely. I've only had like one or two consultations that they didn't right there on the spot sign up for a package. That's awesome. And the couple that didn't, I was at least able to get them signed up for a couple sessions. And I'm like, well, you know, if nothing else, let's get something on the books. And you need to experience this to really know what it is and what it's about. And then those people ended up turning into longer clients and buying packages as well. That's amazing. Don't you love the difference in your energy around just knowing that something is an objection versus maybe taking it personal or worrying that you're doing something wrong or just agreeing with whatever their objection is. Cause it's usually time money or they don't really believe in the outcome that they're going to get. Yeah, definitely. And I've been working with the four agreements for a long time. And the very first one, or I think it's the second one, don't take anything personally. And sure enough, I think when I first started getting objections, I was, you know, I'd get like the fight or flight response and it's like, yeah. you know, something's wrong here <laughs> and take it personally or, and yeah, that's, I think pretty much gone. So yeah, that feels really good to have that different energy about it. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's a huge win. And I think it's not only a win for you as a therapist, but for your patients, when you're willing to do this work, go through the uncomfortableness of learning what objections are, then learning the questions you need to ask in order to overcome them and learning who you need to be while being in that process, the feelings that you have to be willing to feel in your body in order to overcome your own objections about all of the things going on around you, then your clients get to buy what you have, right? Because you're able to sell it to them in any situation, regardless of if they are objecting or not. And it gives them the opportunity to opt in. Many people don't get to that step and their patients lose out because they don't come back for treatment, right? They don't get the treatment that they need. So it's a huge service to your community that you are willing to go through this, do this work and provide for your patients in this way. So I just want to point out what a huge win this is for not only you, but for your patients and their results. So I'm assuming when people buy packages, they don't just buy one package. They are staying for the second and third package and really getting better. Would you say that's true? Yeah, I'd say 85, 90% are, heck, I've got a couple people that are four or five packages in. But yeah, the ones that stick with it for, you know, I do six visit packages and the ones that have stuck with it for two and three are definitely getting results with their chronic conditions that, you know, they've done all the things and never really got very far. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I try to kind of sell that right up front too, and just be realistic with people and tell them this is going to take time. It's not a quick fix. 
it's never one and done. It's not six in your fix. Right. <laughs> Those things just kind of roll off the tongue now. And I think people get it. They understand it. And I'm even sharing with people, you know, it, you know, it may take 24 or 30 sessions, you know, before we really start to see change. And um, just when I kind of share all that and put that out there, people are like, okay, <laughs> you know, and I just always tell them we're going to reevaluate every six sessions. We're going to kind of the healing pyramid. I don't know if that's what we called it, but I bring that out every six visits. I'm like, okay, where do you think you're at on this, on this scale now? And uh, that's, that's really helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And where do you want to be? Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody wants to be on maintenance. They want to be done. They don't want to have to be in treatment. You know, nobody wants to have to be in treatment unless they're choosing it as like a luxury item or something. And I think just normalizing getting a lot of treatment and getting treatment for prevention is just as important as getting past whatever symptoms you have. But, you know, you can get there and then you can continue to stay in treatment to prevent things from coming up or prevent the severity of a flare or, you know, whatever problems. As a human being, we're going to constantly have things come up. We, you know, we get sick, we get hurt, all of the things. So just teaching our clients that it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to be getting help, lots of help, doesn't mean they're weak. It doesn't mean it's a luxury. It doesn't mean that they need to hurry up and be done. So I think you holding the space for that is such a huge thing for your patients. Yeah, I can think of three of my home clients that I initially started with. They went through multiple six visit packages were truly at the top of the pyramid and maintenance and prevention. And I still see them, you know, once every three weeks, once every four weeks. Yeah. And they're maintaining, nothing is really going backwards, but they're active, you know, they're active in gardening and yard work and grandkid types of things. And they say, yeah, this is keeping me going. And, you know, I recover much quicker and I'm not sore after I do these things anymore. And so, yeah, they, even though they're only coming in like once a month or so they're, you know, they're booked out for like two or three sessions down the road. Cause they're like, yeah, I'm going to keep doing this because <laughs> they really yeah. see the value in it. I love that so much. So I kind of remember back when we first started coaching together and you were talking about selling packages and we went, I say this all the time till I'm blue in the face, but I'm like, you can't sell packages like you're six and fix, right? We just can't sell the package like that. We're going to want to, because we think clients are only going to want to buy one package. And I think we we did a back and forth where you were like, what if I create like a package of 20 or a package of 24? What are your thoughts about doing that now? <laughs> I think it was like, yeah, I just want to sell a package of 30 right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> I've gotten really comfortable with, you know, just sharing with people. The six is just the tip of the iceberg. And you know, I'm getting more comfortable with starting everyone at twice a week, especially with chronic things. And so I'm like, after a couple of weeks, after four sessions, you know, we're going to be starting to look ahead to the next six and getting them on the books. So yeah, that's, that doesn't seem like an issue anymore. I'm comfortable with not having, you know, someone reach their goals within six visits because I've already shared that with them. I'm not promising that and they're they're understanding and they're on board with that. So yeah, just when I, when the package comes to an end, I just sell them another package <laughs> and we keep going. I love it. There's so much more ease to that. I can see in you, like in your face and in your body, that you really just believe I can just sell six to anyone and everyone with the goal that they're going to get exactly what they need. And then I'll just sell them six more. It's no problem. Mm -hmm. I love that. So tell me how your schedule is looking these days. What's fully booked for you and how close are you to your goal? Yeah, fully booked. 
I had a goal in coaching to get up to 16 a week. Mm-hmm. So seeing seeing four clients four days a week. And I had a couple of weeks that were fully booked and that still felt comfortable. Right now, I'm currently between like 10 and 12 clients a week. So 75% fully booked. Mm-hmm. Take an action every day to find new clients and still working on getting that fully booked schedule. But even at 10 to 12, I'm like, yeah, this is great. You know, nothing's, <laughs> it's okay that I'm not fully booked. I'm, you know, I'm still doing good. <laughs> yeah. And I imagine when you're selling packages in the way that you are, that you're still making, like generating thousands and thousands of dollars every month for your business. Yeah, definitely. My monthly income since I did the coaching container is probably tripled or quadrupled, I would say. So yeah, and there's still room for more. But yeah, what I'm doing right now is not only covering expenses, but, you know, I paid for a trip to Sedona in July, um, taking another course, and I've paid for the health coaching. Mm -hmm. I've been putting money into retirement. So it's nice just to not be covering costs. I'm paying myself a salary now. (laughs) I want to point that out too, that you're doing all of that, even while not being consistently fully booked because you've set your rates based on facts and data and evaluated and made changes along the way so that you can do all these things. You're not waiting to be fully booked in order to do these things. And that's a huge win. You know, if more MFR therapists can start supporting themselves right away in their business, I mean, how far into your business were you before you could start doing these things? I mean, you're not, your business isn't even a year old and it's already sustaining itself and creating all these extra things like retirement trips you know, if all MFR therapists could do this, it would be amazing because more therapists could afford to take more seminars. They would just increase their skill level. They could probably do coaching. You know, they could increase their selling levels. It just makes me super happy. It's really cool. Yeah, things started to take off in February already. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, that's when I kind of realized, yeah, the coaching was spot on. You know, <laughs> after I did the overcoming objections and I signed up for coaching, I went straight to the Raise Your Rate Bootcamp and went through that whole process and crunched all the numbers and put in all those things I just kind of mentioned and came up with a rate that was going to allow me to, even when I wasn't fully booked, was going to be, I was still going to be able to do all those things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I still kind of have a goal to be fully booked. That'd kind of be a nice feeling. But yeah, the way it's going right now, it's everything's going fine. Mm-hmm. How many packages do you think you've managed to sell since you started coaching with me? I should have had you look this up before we got on the call. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be between like 20 and 30, I would guess. Yeah, that's like thousands and thousands of dollars, which I just love. And I also love that there's ways to generate the income you need, even while not being fully booked by selling the packages, right? You don't need 16 patients a week in order to meet your financial goals. There's so many more ways to do it. You sell packages, you renew a package, and you're always constantly looking for and generating new clients. You were really good while we were in the coaching container about going around and meeting people, telling them you're an MFR therapist and making offers to help. I remember one instance, I think in particular, where you went and you talked to a group of dentists. Do you want to tell us about that presentation that you did? Hey, listener, I have great news. If you've been listening for a while, you've heard about previous coaching containers. But have you heard that you can join my brand new 12-month coaching program right now? 
That's right. You can join right now. You'll build your MFR business foundations and have everything you need to create your six-figure MFR business without burning out, and you'll never under-earn again. Take your skills as a John Barnes-trained myofascial release therapist and put them to work in your very own business. You'll get 12 months of coaching in this foundational program, which includes instant course access, live weekly coaching calls on Tuesdays, a private Facebook group for support any time of day. Join now. There's absolutely no reason to wait, and I'd love to be your coach. Go to www.themfrcoach.com backslash coaching right now to enroll. See you there. Yeah, it's my personal dentist office, and I just asked them at an appointment one time. I was like, hey, I, I'm doing this pretty unique manual therapy approach. Could I just come in and chat with you for a little bit? So they set up like a lunchtime and there were the two dentists, there were, I don't know, four or five kind of assistants. So yeah, it was a you know pretty good full room. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just kind of, I didn't really go in with the script. I just kind of went in and told them, here's what I do. Here's what I help people with. I definitely brought in, you know, TMJ and the jaw and how John's approach definitely includes that. But that at the same time, if we're working on jaw pain, we're going to be looking at the pelvis too. (laughs) And just sharing that, that this is a whole body approach. So, you know, we're not just going to be isolating just the head and the jaw and the neck. And yeah, they were really receptive to that idea that, you know, it's a whole body approach and that, you know, we're probably going to help the client with other aches and pains and problems in addition to their jaw pain and their, (laughs) their facial pain. Yeah. So yeah, they were really receptive. It was, it went really well. That's so cool. Tell me a little bit about what it's like being a therapist in a small town in Northeast Iowa. What's the size of your town? With the small college, I think it's around 10,000. It's not that this is a bad thing, but it's a conservative kind of area. I wasn't quite sure, should I do this? There's already physical therapy clinics in town. Just from like talking to people, I knew most people were interested in using their insurance Mm -hmm. to pay for things. But then when I started doing the home visits and I kind of realized, yeah, people are paying cash for this and they're rebooking and they're... (laughs) So I know there's people out there that are kind of looking for this approach and that they're fine paying cash for it. So yeah, I definitely had to do a lot of thought work on that. (laughs) It's like... You know, I don't know if I'm going to make it, you know? Yep. I remember talking to you about that. Yeah. I don't really think about that anymore because I've, I keep getting some new clients every now and then they're continuing to buy packages. They're talking to people. I'm getting the word of mouth referrals, Mm -hmm. but yeah, that was definitely a a concern (laughs) when I opened my doors. I was like, well, I guess we'll, you know, we'll give it a try. (laughs) Yeah. There's a reason why I say that. MFR therapists can set up shop anywhere, like even if it's a tiny town, because it's just true. We we're the ones that have to get over our fear about our town not being able to support us. I would imagine that people drive from outside of your area to come and see you because you're probably the closest therapist than like some other bigger cities. I'm just trying to even think of who I know in Iowa. You're about two and a half hours away from me. So I will definitely come and see you at some point because everybody is about two and a half hours away from me. <laughs> so it's like, why not? Yeah. I think when I looked up La Crescent, I think it's about two hours, mm-hmm. but yeah, I've, I've got someone that lives just South of the twin cities that I know through my Tai Chi program. Uh, it's a fellow Tai Chi instructor Yeah, and they're driving down three hours to see me. 
And I've, I've had other people drive up, you know, hour and a half or so from the south from where I live. So yeah, people are definitely, they're coming in. <laughs> yeah, people want what you have and they will literally drive from anywhere to come and see you. I had people that would drive three hours one way to see me when I was in practice and it was weird to me at first. And then I just had to let it be normal. Like, of course they're driving. You know, it's like us going to Sedona or us going to Malvern for treatment. You know, if, if the best treatment is there, we're going to go get it. There's lots of people that have that mentality. We just have to be open to accepting that it could be us. It can be Jonathan. It can be Heather. It can be whoever is there in that town or city that decides I'm an MFR therapist and this is what I'm doing. Everybody come and see me because I can help you. And I think getting over those thoughts about it mattering if you're in a tiny town or mattering if it's conservative or all those things, it just doesn't matter at the end of the day. And the less time you spend concerned about those things, the more time you can spend focused on creating the exact practice that you want, which is what you've done. So I'm really proud of you and really excited for you and really excited for your patients because just to have access to an MFR therapist in a town of 10,000 people, like literally you could treat everybody in that town at some point. And you've only been in business for what? Is this 10 months this month? Yep. So imagine five years from now, how many people in that town that you've worked with. It's just incredible. I get goosebumps at just the possibilities if you just keep going. So cool. All right. Why don't you tell people how they can get a hold of you? Where are you at? Where are you on the social medias? What's your website? Yeah. Um, wolfpackwellness.com. Wolfpack has two Fs. And so I've got the the website. You can find me on Google. You know, if you type in Wolfpack Wellness, you type in Waverly, Iowa, I'm the first one that comes up on Google. I do have a business page on Facebook. Same thing, Wolfpack Wellness. Yeah, here, here in Waverly, I'm just a block off of kind of our downtown area. It's only four blocks long, but it's still our downtown area. I love it. And uh, yeah, really close to the river. So, you know, sometimes people come in for session, go for a walk along the river afterwards just to get some outdoor time. But yeah, pretty easy to find. I'm on the corner of uh, just two streets that are just one block off of Main Street. Um, but yeah, website, Facebook and uh, Google, I think, are what I have set up. Okay, perfect. And then before we started recording, you were talking to me about your interest in photography. Do you want to share a little bit about what you like to take pictures of and kind of what's going on with your photography? Yeah, I've always been into outdoor recreation. It started in high school, going out to Colorado and going on backpacking trips in the Rocky Mountains, living off a backpack out in the backcountry for a week, week and a half or so. And, you know, I would always have like those little disposable Kodak kind of things that yep. <laughs> you'd snap them up and then take them in to get developed. So I've been doing like landscape photography for a long time. And then when I lived out in the Pacific Northwest, same thing. I did a lot of hiking. I finally bought like a bigger camera with a bigger lens, still mostly doing landscape. But then if I was around wildlife, um, I started doing kind of wildlife photography. And the picture that's behind me, I taught myself how to do these long exposure water shots. And in the mountains, there were all kinds of creeks and streams and rivers and waterfalls. So I figured out how to do the long exposure kind of photography. And yeah, on a hike, I'd go out and find a creek and just spend a couple hours. Just It was kind of like meditation. Mm -hmm. It was a long running water. You know, I was just focused on my camera and the environment. So really, really peaceful and calming. And I moved back to Iowa at the beginning of uh, 2018. 
And, you know, of course, within a couple of years, we're in pandemics. I'm like, huh, I got to got to figure out what to do with all this extra time. <laughs> so I, I upgraded my camera. I got a bigger zoom lens and I got into birding. So okay. going out and finding birds. And a, a couple of my longtime friends were also birders, birding. <laughs> and so I, I started using a couple apps and figuring out where the conservation areas were here in my county and just going out and spending a lot of time in nature and just observing, learning bird behavior. And I think I just documented my 200th bird species. Wow. Last, last week. Like 150 of those are just right here in my own county in Northeast Iowa. That's amazing. I still do landscape. I've been doing sunset photography these last couple nights. I still do some like landscape type things, but now it's kind of like wildlife and and not just birds. I mean, we get lots of deer around here. We get Mm -hmm. just lots of different wildlife. So yeah, that's been my my most recent kind of hobby is is going out nature with my camera and just being with nature and, and taking pictures of whatever I see. Yeah. Well, and it's fun to be able to have the time to do that because you've created that in your business and it's like, you don't, you know, meeting all of your needs. So then, yeah, why not go and spend time in nature and love it and take pictures. And I don't know if you guys will see this or not, but hopefully we'll get some clips up on social media of Jonathan's background. It is a long exposure shot of water running down. It's just really beautiful. I'm I keep staring at it. So it's really cool. And maybe someday you'll start a website and maybe sell your photography to MFR therapists. Wink, wink. Yeah. Nudge, nudge. That's a possibility. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> elbow, elbow. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to talk about it. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else you want to share with the audience before we wrap up? Start getting familiar with the belief triad, belief in your own capability of helping people, you know, the belief in the MFR work and the belief that in your clients that they can get better and really start using that model, you know, the CTFAR model, thought work, that's kind of key. And it's uncomfortable to begin with, but then the more you practice it and the more you start believing in these things, like you always say that our beliefs are just practice thoughts we've had over and over and over. And so to begin with, those are kind of set in concrete. But you can start taking a jackhammer and kind of breaking all that down and rebuilding new neural pathways and just getting really comfortable with, you know, I can do this. I know what I'm doing. I can do this. So, yeah, that was really, I think, a crucial part of the coaching and things I still use on a, on a daily basis. Good. I'm glad that that's still helping. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your experience in coaching, the things you learned where you are now in your business. And I will look forward to working with you again in the future and also just watching your business expand and explode into what is next. So for everybody else, please check out the show notes. You can find Jonathan Wolf at Wolfpack Wellness in Waverly, Iowa. His links will be provided in the show notes and we'll see you on another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me today. My mission is to help every MFR therapist become a part of the movement where no MFR therapists ever underearn or burn out. Join my 12-month coaching program. You'll spend the first 90 days setting up your foundation to create your six-figure business. Then you'll go to work and uncover exactly what's holding you back from the business that you want and desire. Get support while you raise your rates 
set your policies, and learn how to talk about MFR and how to sell MFR in service of your clients. Learn exactly how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town and even if you've had your business for years. This program is open to all MFR therapists who want to create what is possible when you stop playing small and start showing up in your full power as the John Barnes trained MFR therapist you are. Put your magic to work in the world and help more people get out of pain and back to active lifestyles. I'll help you do it. Go to www.themfrcoach.com backslash coaching and sign up right now.